Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Before we start today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone that episodes will now be released on a weekly basis as opposed to fortnightly. We're quite excited about this, so be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify to stay engaged with our content. Happy listening. In today's episode, we won't waste your time by simply paraphrasing Elon Musk's Wikipedia page on his business ventures, Uh, so we're going to focus on his controversial influence in society and how he defies conventional values of wealth. However, if you're unfamiliar with Elon Musk's background, here's a quick summary. Elon Musk is a business magnate and engineer best known as CEO and product architect of Tesla, among several other ventures. As of recording on the 10th of February 2021, Musk is the wealthiest person on earth, with an estimated net worth of just under $177 billion US dollars. The first question we're going to tackle today is whether or not Musk is a self-made billionaire. Although he stems from an upper middle class background, he has been labeled by CNBC, Forbes, and Yahoo Finance as a self-made billionaire. He graduated from the University of Pennsylvania in 97 with a Bachelor of Science, Econ, and a BA degree in Physics. While he was accepted to a PhD program at Stanford, he dropped after two days to start his career in entrepreneurship, co-founding software company Zip2. Now, there's a lot of skepticism circulating the question of whether or not he's a self-made billionaire due to this privileged upbringing and this, I don't know, through my research, it didn't seem like he had a very hard time making his way through Ivy League education. But perhaps it's just, I don't know, maybe I'm discrediting his intelligence. But in 2014, Musk mentioned in a USC commencement speech that at the time of the startup, he could not afford an apartment, so he slept on his office couch, showered at his local YMCA, and further, him and his team could only afford one computer, so they let the site run during the day, and he would code all night. So what do you think, Autzum? Do you think that he could be considered a self-made billionaire when, when he has this privileged upbringing, or is that just oversimplifying uh, his development and discrediting his development of all of these these startups and ventures. Personally, I think that he's a self-made billionaire because I feel like he worked towards his business, like he did the work for it, and it it wasn't like it was given to him or anything. Would you say the same? I'm not sure. I think I would have to agree agree on the sense that we shouldn't simply discredit him just because he might have had an easier access to an Ivy League education. Actually, in fact, I don't even know that. Um, but it is clear that he did have a privileged upbringing, but I'm not really sure how much of a role that played in his in the development Business. of all his ventures. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I feel like it would be almost unfair for an individual who is of an upper middle class upbringing to say that, oh, like you're not a self-made billionaire when in fact they have, like they weren't really given yeah. anything other than like a I guess good that's education. True. Yeah, no one's like, I don't know, no one's claiming that he's Oprah. Like he's not, he didn't clearly overcome tons of tons of obstacles to get where he is today. But I don't think that due to the privilege, I don't think the privilege discredits him from his achievements or discredits his achievements at all. Does that make sense? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. The next argument I'm going to tackle is how Elon Musk tends to defy traditional meanings of wealth. The ultra wealthy of society typically share some common characteristics. And I'm, I'm not one to 
I don't know, make any blanket statements over this, but namely political views and a, a preference for f privacy, right? So given this, Elon Musk tends to defy these values and thus conventional wealth as we may know it. For example, in June of 2019, Musk tweeted that he considered himself a socialist, uh, but quote, not the kind that shifts resources from the most productive to the least productive, pretending to do good when, while actually causing harm, unquote. Which, in all honesty, it kind of sounds like he is indeed a capitalist, but this prompted a lot of discourse about Musk's champagne socialist status. A champagne socialist, if you are unfamiliar, is one who espouses socialist ideals while enjoying a wealthy and luxurious lifestyle. This term sparks quite a bit of debate considering that it implies a degree of hypocrisy. Likewise, for the 2020 Democratic nominations in the U.S., Musk endorsed Andrew Yang, namely for his support of universal basic income, a characteristically leftist policy. Now make no mistake, there's nothing inherently wrong with holding a specific political pos position or, or even voicing said position, but again, one could view these uh, Musk's positions as, as hypocritical because he is a billionaire. Another example of how Musk seemingly defies traditional meanings of wealth uh, is his response to the recent GameStop frenzy. Unlike the presumably wealthy Wall Street short sellers who would profit off the value of GameStop's failure, Musk encouraged the amateur Reddit traders in a tweet. On the topic of his Twitter account, uh, many members of the ultra-wealthy upper class tend to be quite private in voicing their opinions. But Musk is very opinionated and seemingly never hesitates to share his opinions on any given topic with the rest of the world. We see this through his Twitter profile quite clearly. A frequently updated series of thoughts, opinions, developments on recent SpaceX, the Bourne Company, and Tesla Ventures, and also occasionally what seems like poetry. What's interesting about his Twitter account to me is that he seems to make efforts to interact with the world's younger generations, just like the GameStop tweet encouraging the young amateur generation of day traders. One friend of mine described Elon Musk's Twitter feed as meme and I would not disagree. He uses slang, posts GIFs, and, and memes. Uh, for example, while scrolling through his feed today, I noticed a Venn diagram comparing cheese with chess. I'll let that speak for itself, but I would argue that it's, that he conventionally, I would argue that he fundamentally defies a traditional meaning of wealth in this way, especially given the rise in the eat the rich movement among the world's like younger generations, right? I feel like um, younger generations of today feel quite disconnected from the ultra wealthy of society. And it's quite unprecedented how Musk has been able to connect with the younger generations, namely through social media, as I mentioned. Musk is also an incredibly controversial public figure, including, but certainly not limited to smoking weed on Joe Rogan's podcast, Elon Musk has sparked worldwide controversy based on many of his opinions. Now, again, without making any sort of blankman statement about rich people, this the transparency this guy has is relatively unprecedented compared to other ultra-wealthy individuals. Now, this level of transparency doesn't come without a price. Musk is an incredibly controversial public figure, which yields some mixed opinions about him as a person and his value to society. I was just going to ask your thoughts on, like, billionaire transparency. Like, do you think, like, do you like when billionaires are transparent, like Elon Musk is, or would you rather them be more private? Well, I'd certainly value transparency about their wealth 
uh, notably in the philanthropic philanthropic sense. But Elon Musk is transparent in a whole other fashion. He's transparent in his opinions about almost everything. Um, right. Without providing any like solution to an issue, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like he criticizes things just to criticize something. Right. And though I don't think that like he should necessarily have a solution, I feel like there should he should do more than just criticize, you know? And I feel like I think you talked about this earlier, but his hypocrisy and like kind of flip-flopping on issues is very confusing to the public, I feel like. Yeah, it's confusing and at times again, it's it's tone deaf and it's uh, hypocritical, and while I, I appreciate the sense of transparency that he has with his audience, or I don't, I don't want to call them fans, just just with the world, I guess. While I appreciate it, it's at times hypocritical and not helpful. Speaking of controversy, throughout the COVID nineteen pandemic, Musk has voiced his opinions about the virus control measures. He referred to the stay-at-home orders as fascist and tweeted that, quote, another government stimulus package is not in the best interests of the people, even though he is, he is for UBI, which again is, is confusing and, and tone deaf given that, of all people, Elon Musk, the billionaire, would not need to receive government stimulus at a time like this. Um, just want to add that UBI is like universal basic income, if you didn't know. Thanks, Ansem. Recently, Elon Musk's Tesla invested 1.5 billion US dollars into cryptocurrency Bitcoin, causing a spike in its value, and announced that Tesla would begin to accept Bitcoin as a method of payment. This has spiked great controversy as Musk has built a green energy empire by promoting sustainable energy development. But mining cryptocurrency such as Bitcoin relies on fossil fuels, notably coal, the least sustainable of them all. Another point of controversy is its efforts in space exploration, which some view as a form of unethical colonization. He's also expressed his opinion on pronouns by simply and succinctly tweeting that, quote, pronouns suck. Okay, so back in September of 2020, um, Elon Musk promised to give away half of his fortune to charity and like nonprofit organizations. However, he's only given around $100 million to charity and other causes. Though this may seem a lot to... um, an average individual like you and me, this is actually only around 0.5% of his net wealth. And this has earned him a philanthropy score of one on the Forbes Philanthropy Score Index. Before I continue, I just wanted to explain what the Forbes Philanthropy Score Index is. It basically looks at how much a billionaire has given to charities or nonprofits instead of how much they've pledged for the future. And Forbes works with accountants of these billionaires while also looking at public records to assign a score between one and five, depending on the direct donations the billionaire has given to a charity. So we see that Elon Musk has a score of one um, because he's given away less than 1% of his wealth, while billionaires such as Warren Buffett are getting fives because they're giving away 20% or more of their wealth. Is that true, though? Because didn't he sign the giving pledge? He did, but he hasn't... Like, I think that was quite recent, and he hasn't actually hit that mark yet. Oh, I see. Okay, thank you. 
So though a large part of philanthropy is donating to charities, um, I feel like philanthropy can also be the actions that you take to benefit human welfare. So Elon Musk has done this by popularizing electric cars since he's the CEO of Tesla. And this has in turn reduced carbon emissions by more than 3.5 million tons, according to Tesla's website. He also has big plans to move away from fossil fuels and transition to renewable energy. He plans to build the world's largest virtual power plant by 2022, and he hopes to give out free solar panels and Tesla batteries to 50,000 homes in South Australia, which will power 20% of the state's daily energy needs. So with all of this information, I think it begs the question, should Elon Musk be getting a one on the Forbes Philanthropy Score Index? Well, personally, I feel like the name Forbes Philanthropy Score Index is quite misleading because it only measures the amount of money an individual donates and it doesn't really measure other actions they might take to help um, human welfare, such as Elon Musk, who has helped to transition to renewable energy. But according to the criteria, yes, Elon Musk should be getting a one. However, I feel like the criteria should be changed to incorporate non-monetary philanthropy, though this would be quite difficult to score. Or I guess another way, to kind of quote unquote like fix the issue would just ch be like changing the name to maybe like Forbes Donation Philanthropy Score Index. I don't know, something like that. What are your thoughts, Lindsay? When I was looking at Elon's uh, Forbes profile, I was actually quite surprised to see that he had such a low score on the philanthropy index. Um, especially considering that he's he's in my in my observation doing quite a bit to benefit to benefit society, uh, given his promotion of green energy. I feel like so in a way, I think in a way that's philanthropy in and of itself, is it not? I mean, it's not, it's not charity, but it, it does, again, like you said, uh, benefit human welfare in the, in the long run, right? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like from what I've read and what I've seen, he's almost had like more, I guess you could say creative philanthropic, um like ways of giving back like i know he g gave away like a bunch of like his stocks to a charity yeah i i guess you're right it, it it's it's different for sure but does that mean it's any worse or any better than uh for example just i don't know donating to the united nations who provides direct aid to people um in a way i think it's i don't know this is kind of an unqualified position, but in a way, I kind of think it's it's better. Like you said, uh, when he donated some of, I don't know, was it, was it Tesla shares or something? Yeah, it was Tesla. Yeah, like by donating um, an unliquidated asset like that, I think that that would benefit the beneficiary in the long run, right? Um, it's kind of like, what's that proverb? Like, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man a fish, and he'll eat for a lifetime. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just glad that he's, it looks like on the track to giving away 50% of his profits. I think that's a really cool thing to do. What if he did not sign the giving pledge? Would it still be enough, in your opinion, just to uh, promote all of this sustainable energy stuff? 
Or do you think it's truly necessary for billionaires like him to give away all this money? A big question, a loaded question. So just answer as best you can, I guess. Do you mean like just contributing to um, like sustainable energy or? That's a good question. From a look at his Wikipedia page, right? He's doing a lot uh, to improve and to promote sustainable energy. Uh, before the establishment of Tesla, I believe, a lot of uh, automobile manuf- manufacturers were failing at their electric vehicle manufacturing. Uh, but when Elon Musk joined Tesla, they were able to sell a lot of their patents to these failed electric car manufacturers. And now we see electric car manufacturers, electric cars being manufactured across the auto sector. So I don't know. It's not, it's not, um, textbook philanthropy given that he's not again just giving money to the poor or whatever it's it's certainly different so without signing the giving pledge would it be enough that he's just doing this in my personal opinion i would say no just because of the amount of wealth he has like as a whole i just think that like what is he gonna do with all that money i feel like it could be put to such better use through you know charities and such like i don't know would you agree disagree while you're thinking um i just i don't want to discredit everything or what he's done or what he's planning to do with renewable energy because i think it's such a big step forward in transitioning from fossil fuels um, but I just think that he should do more and he can do more. Should do more for what? Is it really his responsibility to, I don't know, improve the human condition beyond that of uh, the environment just because he has so much money? And, and, just, and just as we, as we, also we discussed this in a previous episode, just because he has, quote unquote, has this much money doesn't mean it's liquidated and it's cash and he can just sign a check to poor people worldwide tm right i'm not saying that like he should like sign a check but i just think does he have the responsibility i think no because he has gained this wealth himself however i just think morally and ethically maybe that's the right thing to do i think this is a really tough question to answer especially because you and i are not are far from billionaires Right. So again, I feel incredibly unqualified to answer this question, especially when we start to consider the the morality of wealth and whether he truly has the social responsibility to truly give back his wealth to society. Um, because to, to I don't know, because on the, on the one hand, society provided him with this wealth, and he now has the responsibility to give back. But on the other hand, he, as we discussed earlier, he's a self made billionaire, and Therefore, without the incentive to keep the money he has, what did he did was all of this work truly for charity? Now he has, as we did talk about, he did sign the giving pledge. So obviously he has committed to giving over half his wealth. Um, I don't know. I I would argue that he's doing society enough of a favor just by promoting the green the the green energy and sustainable energy developments. Um, And by accumulating all this wealth, he can further develop and further promote those initiatives. So what you're saying is he should reinvest back into more renewable research or energy? 
Yeah, and and just by looking at his Wikipedia page, um, that's exactly what he's doing. Every time he, uh, every time another company has acquired one of his companies, he uses uh, he uses that money, at least most of it, to uh, reinvest into something new. But again, the guy considers himself a socialist, so maybe he just I don't know. Maybe he just wants to be taxed more. Maybe that's why he signed the giving pledge. I'm not. But he sure. also was he not also against? He's so confusing. He, he was also against like the like minimum. He was against uh, the stimulus package for COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that maybe it's not because of the money in and of itself. Maybe it's because he's a COVID skeptic overall, right? Because he has expressed his uh, opinions of. Uh, all of the COVID restrictions and public safety measures. Right. But do you think that's because he wants to continue growing his business or because he just is skeptical of COVID? It's got to be a little bit of both, right? Because he he did mention at one point, again, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, but he did mention that he would like his GD rights back. Uh, or give the people their GD rights back. But on the other hand, Ansem, I think it's simple-minded just to think that just because he's against the COVID restrictions, he just wants he just wants the money that he gets from continuing his business ventures. He employs people, right? He, he must employ thousands of people. And given the restrictions, they might lose their jobs. So it's it's more than just him at stake, if that's what you're getting at. That's it for today's episode, everyone. We really hope you enjoyed. If you're interested in more of our content, please check out our past episodes and subscribe for more. Have an awesome, spectacular day. <laughs> what is the awkward pause? <laughs> it is for dramatic effects. <laughs>